Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I want to talk about verbal bullies. Yeah, verbal bullies. These are people who bully you with their words, and they try to trap you or make you look stupid or maybe misconstrue what you're trying to say. And I'm going to give you the secret phrase that you should listen for when you're confronted with a verbal bully because they're very cloak and dagger. They're very subtle in how they can actually misconstrue what you're trying to say. Now, imagine you're in a conversation, and I'm sure we've all been in conversations where it gets really heated, right? gets really heated, and there's an exchange there, and all of a sudden you hear something like this. So you're saying that dot, dot, dot. Or they'll say something like this. So what you're saying is, and as soon as you hear that, so what you're saying is, so you're saying that. When you hear those two phrases, I want your ears to perk up. I want your ears to perk up and I want your brain to just pause. Because when you hear that, you have to ask yourself, with what intent is that phrase being said? Let me go through this slowly. This is important because sometimes when people say these things, they have different intent in what, why they're doing it. There are three reasons why somebody would say that. So you're telling me that. So what you're saying is, and then they, what happens is they paraphrase what you just told them. For example, so what you're saying is one plus one equals two. So you're saying that two plus two equals four. Is that what you're saying? And when you hear those type of phrases, right, is that what you're saying? They're either looking for one of three things. They're either looking to minimize what you're saying, like, really? Two plus two is four? So they could be trying to ridicule you or minimize what you're saying. And I'm sure right now you're thinking about situations that people have said that. So what you're saying is, yeah, right. So that's one thing they could be doing, trying to undermine your credibility. Maybe there is a positive part. Maybe they're looking for clarification. So what you're saying is that one plus one equals two. So therefore, two plus two equals four. Is that what you're telling me? Because I just want to understand. And there might be a legitimate reason. They just, they're looking for clarification. So when they're looking for clarification, that's positive. Now, the third reason they may say something like that. So what you're saying is, is they want to misrepresent what you're saying and find a way to trap you in a conversation. Now, this is important because if you're in a hostile conversation, let me set this up. Let's say that you're a new vendor trying to sell into a company. Now, that company has been buying from a local vendor for 20 years, whatever it may be, right? Now, you also know that there's people in that company who support the local vendor they've been working for. In other words, they like who they've been working for and they don't want to change. And you coming in to present to their company represents an affront and a threat to the status quo, how things have been done. And so the champion for that other company might be in that meeting where you're doing a presentation. And that person may try to trap you. So what you're saying, Victor, is that you can do this, 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 and that. Is that what you're saying? And then what you have to do, 
when you hear that phrase, so what you're saying is, when you hear that phrase, here's what I want you to do, and it's hard to do this, it's not easy, but I need you to breathe at that moment and give yourself that mental pause. Let that question sink in because you have to ask yourself, when that question comes at you, you need to pause and then understand very quickly, discern very quickly, what is the intent of that question? Are they trying to minimize or ridicule me? Or is this a true question of clarification? Or is this person, does that person have a hidden agenda and is trying to trap me or misrepresent what I'm saying? Those are the three options when you're asked that question. And that's why it's important for you to take that pause. Breathe deeply, so to speak, but really try to understand the intent first. If the intent is clarification, great. But if the intent is ridicule, minimization, or they're just trying to misrepresent what you just said, then the best way to come back with that is to clarify in full. Not with a yes or a no, you'll say something like this. So, Victor, what you're saying is 1 plus 1 equals 2, and 2 plus 2 equals 4. And then what you can do is clarify. Yes, when you have a 1 and you add a 1, you will get a 2. But also, when you add a 2 to a 2, you will get a 4. And that's how doubling works. Now, I'm giving you the stupid example, but you get the idea. Notice that I'm explaining, not just giving an answer yes or no, because if you just go into yes or no mode when they ask you that question, they're in control of the conversation. But by agreeing, yes, or maybe you'll have to clarify. 1 plus 1 equals 2, 2 plus 2 equals 4. Then you'll say, well, let me just take a step back and explain again what I just said. If you take the number 1 and you add another number 1, that will equal 2. And then 2 plus 2 equals 4. Is that clear, Mr. Customer? Does that help? Now, what you're doing is controlling the conversation by now answering the question, but then rephrasing the question as, did that make sense? Is that clear now? Do I need to explain anything else? Does that make sense? So again, when you hear the phrase, so you're telling me that, and usually by the tone, you could hear, if you listen to the tone of somebody saying that, so you're telling me. I mean, you can almost hear this through the microphone, right? So you're telling me. So you're telling me that. I mean, you can already hear the sarcastic tone. Now, one with positive intent will be like, so Victor, so what you're saying is, if this plus this equals that, then we'll be able to add this and this in order to get that. Is that what I'm hearing? And if it's clear like that, you can hear the, the sincerity in that tone. Now, when somebody's trying to trap you, again, so Victor, here's a trap tone. So Victor, so what you're saying is that if that is that and that is that, then that you're going to get that? Is that what you're telling me? I mean, do you hear the difference in tone? And the tone tells you everything. It's that extra layer of information that we get layered on top of the words. Remember, there's verbiage, what's actually said, then there's tone, voice, how it's actually said. And the best salespeople not only listen to the words, but they also listen to the tone of how the statement or the question was stated or asked respectively. So. Keep in mind, when you hear that, so you're telling me that, so what you're telling me is, this could be one of three things. 
minimization, trying to patronize you, make or ridicule you, right? Number two, they just simply want clarification. Or the third one, they may be trying to misrepresent what you're saying and try to trap you somehow into, let's say, catching you in a lie or some type of mistruth. So be very careful when you hear the phrase, so you're telling me that, listen to tone, listen to the words, and remember, take a breath, Pause, relax before you answer. You don't have to rush any answer. Too often, salespeople feel like they need to respond quickly when a question is asked. Here's a small tip. When you pause, when you pause, when a question is asked and you pause, although it may seem like an eternity to you, it is not. But second, when you pause and reflect what you're transmitting to your client or the prospect is that you are giving their question, their statement, some serious critical thought. And that positions you more as an expert, as a trusted advisor by simply using that approach. So again, don't be afraid to pause when you hear, so you're telling me that, and be careful. Remember, listen for words, but more importantly, listen for tone. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform. You know the deal, the Sales Velocity Academy. Every month we're adding courses. You're getting videos, almost 400 videos now. We're up to 13 books on the platform. We're adding great content. If you're serious about increasing your sales ability, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. And lastly, let me tell you, I want to thank all my listeners who've really been giving me big thumbs up, subscribing to my YouTube page, and really pushing my messages out there into the sales verse. I appreciate it. So on that note, I want to thank you. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes, but the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.